You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on the John DePietro Show. And good morning, everyone, on this Monday. My goodness, it's a rainy Monday, but it is John DePietro. Today is, in fact, Monday, April 27th, final week of April. Folks, the days are kind of blurring all together a little bit, but we have a a great program in store. I want to welcome everyone in. It's the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start right now at 11, and we go until 2 o'clock right here. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Now, remember, you can always listen online, as I like to tell people, at DePietro.com, because we have people that listen all over, and it's always crystal clear. If you go to the website, depetro.com, and then once you're there at the top, you have to do some minor navigating. And I emphasis on the word minor navigating right at the top where it says listen live. You just click on that, and then there's a play button, and boom, you can listen. Now, also on the website, by the way, I should mention, you see all the links at the very top of the website to uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. And then you also have, uh, if you want to contact me, that's all at the website, folks, uh, at DePetro.com. This portion of the program, as we kick things off, is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, they are open. They are following all the proper guidelines. Rhode Island's number one garden center is open. Even though it's raining, listen to me, this is a good week to get some planting done. Okay, this is a good week, especially, number one, for Lawn Doctor to get your lawn in order. But also, this is a great time. And what a selection they have. I posted on the Facebook page, their Facebook page, which is fantastic. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center, because there has to be a leader. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It is Steve and Debbie. And Junior, I'll tell you, it's a family-run business, and they are fantastic, and they have everything you need. Your property will never look better. PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Stop it and see them. And again, they have fantastic pansy flats, pansy bags, tulips, hyacinthias. You know, it really feels like spring. I love going there. Because you truly feel uh, that spring has arrived at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They're right off of Route 4. And you're right down the street uh, from a number of different things. Uh, Again, landscape materials available. Screen loom, uh, black, brown, hemlock, mulch, pickup and delivery. Look for them on Facebook. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. By the way, if you prefer delivery on anything flowers, they can certainly do that. But I was on their Facebook page uh, just a short time ago this morning. And I want to just quickly pull it up because I did share with everyone. Folks, I like to do that. Uh, So you, a lot of times people hear of a um, a sponsor that I mentioned, and then they you get home and you forget exactly who it was. And so many times people say, "Who was that? What was that disposal place you were mentioning?" Or last week people were saying, "Now what's the pest control coming?" I'll say that's Winfield. But if you go to their website, uh, Facebook page, PR Landscape Materials, PR Materials and Garden Center, and you see the beautiful selection they have. First of all, they did a fantastic landscaping job. I did share that. You can see the what they uh, did for some beautiful homeowner but on top of that look at the geranium pots are fantastic so many different colors and this is a good week to do your planting so stop in and see them at rhode island's number one garden center pr landscape materials and garden center well folks governor mundo is uh, doing her briefing today at one o'clock today at one o'clock i will be asking the governor a question if you want 
me to ask Governor Raimondo a question for you. And what I'd like to try to do is I, I try to use that as a chance to help you. If you are having a problem, you know, they can't be aware of everything. Um, I'd like to use this opportunity. There'll be other times I have constitutional questions I'd like to ask the governor, but if there's someone that's out of work and you're not getting your unemployment check or there's some kind of a problem that's going on, I'm not saying you're not concerned about the Constitution, but there's more immediate needs. So, again, if you go to the website, depetro.com, that's the easiest way, and it says contact uh, me, obviously, hit that, fill it out, and I'll try to ask it. Now, I do get a lot of questions from people. Uh, Try to keep it to 50 words or less. Uh, It's a very small confine. Unfortunately, in that setting that you see the live daily briefing that the governor does that we will carry, you don't get a chance, I don't get a chance to do a follow-up because many times even if you pose a question, that doesn't mean the governor asks the question or they go off a little bit. I'm not saying it's always a dodge or intentional or a question for Dr. Scott or Dr. McDonald, who, by the way, I find so animated. He seems like such a wonderful man. Um, But if you have a question, they also then do a follow-up. Meaning off the air, you don't get a chance to see it, but it's a call-in, conference call type of setting. And then I always have an opportunity. I, I talked to the governor on Saturday. I talked to the governor yesterday. I had several questions for the governor yesterday. And so uh, there's different opportunities I can that get those questions in. If you don't hear me ask your question during the live briefing that I do carry on the show, it doesn't mean I'm not asking it. It's just not in that forum. And then we try to get answers for you. Now, if you go to the website, folks, uh, depetro.com, you will see the story posted. Uh, I, someone asked me, how come this isn't the rest of the media is not highlighting the story enough? Folks, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I mean, I can only do what I can do. But this question was asked, should illegal aliens in Rhode Island be paid during the pandemic? Now, I posted that on Facebook. Uh, I don't know why more people, maybe some people, they're not aware of it that much, but this is being considered. Now, in fairness, I actually didn't ask the question, uh, and neither did Terry Gorman. It was someone who, um, it was someone who's kind of advocating that they'd like to see the illegals get money, saying the reasons why there's all these outbreaks in these factories is because it's illegal workers who... They can't collect unemployment, so they have to go to work, which I don't fully agree because the the factories are open. So I don't accept that. But this whole business about whether or not uh, they should, in fact, be able to receive, um, whether or not, in fact, they should be able to receive, you know, some kind of money payout. And I I don't agree with that, but I want to play you the question that was... um, that was asked. Next question is for Dr. Alexander oh, Hold John on, folks. Oh, that's not the one. Hold on. Here we go. I think this should be it. Okay. Immigrants a check for $500 to help during the pandemic. Many Latinos must go out to work because they don't qualify for any benefits. Given the high numbers of COVID-19 cases in the community, would you consider a similar message? And this question comes to us from Liza Gordon of Noticias Rhode Island. See what I mean? Let me let me start this over again. Apparently, they did this in California. Okay, and keep in mind that's right. They go right up through Tijuana and San Diego and everything else. And for the governor, 
California is giving the undocumented immigrants a check for $500 to help during the pandemic. Many Latinos must go out to work because they don't qualify for any benefits. Given the high numbers of COVID-19 cases in the community, would you consider a similar message? And this question comes to us from Liza Gordon of Noticias, Rhode Island. Thank you, Liza. This is something that is weighing very heavily on me right now. We had a great meeting or virtual meeting on Friday with my uh, uh, advisory group of Latino leaders and we are working together to figure out the best ways that we can support the undocumented community. Why? Uh, I, I can tell you we're doing an awful lot around food delivery. Oh. In fact, we just had a huge um, distribution on Saturday, yesterday, or Friday maybe, to the undocumented community. Why? Very closely with Mayor Diosa. Oh, Central uh, Falls. To figure out how we can help folks. So uh, we're doing more. We're going to continue to do more. That could be an idea. Uh, we're going to be open to a number of different ideas. I do want to say a few things about this. I know there is fear in the undocumented community, and I understand that. What's the bad news? But I'm begging with you, please, to go get tested if you are sick. I promise you will be safe if you do that. I have said this in the past. You might show up and see people in uniform. These are not ICE agents. Yes, they are. These are people there to help you. No, they're not. It is free. We want you to get tested. Uh, we want you to get health care. And we are going to protect Hold on. Let me just stop that for a minute. Um, hold on. Let me, un- let me see if I understand this correctly. The illegals are getting something for free. When do they not get something for free? You know, these are the people that they, they are causing so many of the problems because they they just they get sick so they go to the emergency room and then they're being told well don't go to the emergency room well they they, they always just go to the emergency room if you ever go to the emergency room and there's not one of them right the entire clan goes the whole family goes so what are the problems when you've allowed this lawlessness of the illegals they're not suddenly going to start behaving during a pandemic this is a crowd they they don't follow the rules that's how they're here in the first place right I mean, that, that's, that's ridiculous. Of course they're not following the rules. When do they ever? They don't pay taxes. They came here illegally. Now there's a pandemic, and now they're spreading germs tremendously. And now you think they're going to start following the rules? They, they, the whole reason they're here is because they don't follow the rules or the procedure, for crying out loud. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to be talking a lot about more about that this week, but it is it's an important message. Stop the tape for a minute. This is like saying at an AA meeting, right? I'm getting the feeling that some of you have a drinking problem. I mean, really? At what point did you realize that? Let me get. Let me see if I can comprehend this. So the illegals are not following the rules and guidelines that we set up in Rhode Island. So what we're going to do is we're now going to start to give them money. Is there, does that make sense to anyone? How about the fact they're taking all the food? So you have a citizen, you have Americans, you have Rhode Islanders who don't who you know don't have enough money for food and they're not sure where to go to get it. And I've heard from a number of you that even when you go to the pantry, the thing is white dry. Gee, they're having a food drive for Jose and Juan and all the illegals. The Latino community, please help us get that out. Second point. Many members of the Latino community, uh, particularly women, but many members, work in these low-wage health care jobs. They're exactly the people we're talking about who work. How about low-wage health care jobs? Why? Should they be, should the illegals be high-paid? Is that what we're derived from this whole thing? What is that even supposed to mean, low, 
they're, they're, they're not, I don't know how else to explain it. They're not even supposed to be getting paid. What do you mean they're low paid? It should be no paid. They're not even supposed to be here in the blank in first place. As uh, CNAs or nurses assistants or cleaning folks. Food. Folks, this is like the, the Titanic is going down and suddenly the captain's worried about some of the stowaways. Why don't we try to save some of the passengers first and stop telling me you're keeping people safe? I, I, I'm getting tired of hearing that word. We're just going to keep people safe. Uh, there are reports that child abuse is at an all-time high because people are cooped up with their kids and some parents that are going off. That a lot of times, a lot of times teachers and other healthcare workers get to monitor some of the children that might be at home and they're not seeing them. So child abuse at an all time high. We know domestic abuse is through the roof. Of course, if you have people where there's domestic violence, uh, and it's listen, it's men hitting women. I know some people want to say, well, you don't know, it could be a woman hitting men. Let, let's just stick with the 99%. All right, just for our purposes. If they're having problems at night, let alone if they're all together, you know, all the time, supposedly domestic abuse is up 50 percent. People are drinking and doing drugs and getting high all day long. People are suffering depression. People are suffering loneliness. People have lost their jobs, their businesses. Stop telling us you're keeping us safe. I mean, it's, it sounds terrible to me. I'm trying to figure out the safe part. Food service in nursing homes, hospitals and the like. And many of them also live in, um, you know, small apartments, crowded apartments. And so here's what I want you to know. Let us know so we can get you a free, safe, clean dormitory at Brown University. What? So now the illegals are going to get to live for free at Brown University? Who's paying for that? Where does this end? I just want to play that again. Because, I listen, I received an email earlier from one of these people that always listen, even though they disagree with me all the time. There's a lot of them saying how, because I posted this on my website, petro.com, because no one else did. How could, let me read the email. How can you be so insensitive? These are our brothers and sisters. These are, but no, they're not. What? They're people that came crashing in here. What do you mean we should treat them? Excuse me. Americans first. This is why we have borders. This is the problem. Where's the humanity? The humanity, people are losing their businesses, their life savings. And you're worried about a, a, a family that uh, let them go stay in Alors's house. He invited them here in the first place. See, this is why you don't run a sanctuary city because of this. And now we're all supposed to take care of them. Is for the governor. California is giving the undocumented immigrants a check for $500 Ridiculous. during the pandemic. Many Latinos must go out to work because they don't qualify for any benefits. Given the high really numbers true. of COVID-19 cases in the community, would you consider a similar message? No. And this question comes to us from Liza Gordon of Noticias, Rhode Island. Thank you, Liza. This is something that is weighing very heavily on me right Not now. Not I. We had a great meeting or virtual meeting on Friday with my... Uh, uh, advisory group of Latino leaders, and we are working together to figure out the best ways that we can support the undocumented community. How about deportation? Uh, I, I can tell you we're doing an awful lot around food delivery. Oh. In fact, we just had a huge um, 
distribution on Saturday, yesterday, or Friday maybe, to the undocumented community, working very closely with so Mayor Diosa. Now they're taking all the food? Out how we can help For folks. free! So uh, we're doing more. We're going to continue to do more. That could be an idea. Think of, uh, think of this, and you have this person asking the question of the governor saying, can we do, what more are we supposed to do? They live here for free. We're giving them free food. They're getting free health care. What what more can you do to the to the to the illegal community? What what more possibly could we do? What more could we be doing? You know, it's been on my mind. On my, yeah, it's on my mind too. I think it's outrageous. And they're stocking up and taking all the food to the pantries. Now, on top of that, Latino Radio is not even running the briefings. Now, Latino Radio, think of the nerve of this, which is it all in Spanish, right? The Spanish radio, Spanish television. Channel 10, Channel 12, Channel 6, me, and some other radio stations stop what they're doing, and they carry the briefing for free, okay? Spanish radio and television, they're not running the governor's briefings. Each day, when you see the governor, each day, 1 o'clock, Channel 10, Channel 12, what have you, some people watching on Facebook, some people listen, they're giving up the airtime, right? Public emergency, they're doing the right thing. The Spanish television radio, they want to get paid to run it, to to get the message to people who are in the country illegally, who don't speak English, and is spreading the disease. Does that make sense to any logical person? I'm going to keep talking about it. I don't care. And I am getting email from some people saying, how dare you? This is a crisis, everything else. Like I said, listen, when the type, I, I didn't know that the, I didn't hear the captain was so concerned of the Titanic about some of the stowaways that came on board. All right. How about passengers first into the lifeboats? I think that makes sense. So, I mean, this is ultimate survival time. I am more concerned about people out of work. I am more concerned about elderly trapped in their homes. I am more concerned about people that have lost their jobs and businesses. And I also asked the question, um, when did I ask the question about the state workers? Uh, Saturday. On Saturday, I asked the question about the state workers. I'm going to get to that in just a moment. Folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. It's 1123. Good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. Boy, we have a nice crowd. Thumbs up if you're enjoying the program on Facebook Live. Uh, I will be doing a Facebook Live tonight. I will be doing a Facebook Live tonight. I was exhausted this weekend and working on a project. I will be doing it tonight. Folks, I want to remind you, this is a great time. Listen, with all this rain, you know what wants to come in? Sets coming out of the woodworks? Pests. Insects. Windfield. Termite. Pest control. Ready? Winfield Termite Pest Control. Call them today. 401 821 7800. 401 821 7800. Number one termite and pest control. Number one termite and pest control. Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service is Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Family friendly pest control professionals you can trust for your home. And I'll tell you, they're the real deal. I like these guys a lot. Michael, Peter, and Matt. Call them today, 821-7800. Remove ants, termites, mice come in with all the rain, cockroaches, any pest from your home, yard, business, or commercial property. For a free estimate or to schedule a home inspection, call Winfield Termite and Pest Control. I shared their page on my Facebook page, 821-7800. Free estimate. Call them. Say, you know, Juan mentioned that 
you do termite and pest control. Now, on top of that, now this is big. You know, on Saturday afternoon, as you know, it was beautiful. And I went for a run walk. I wanted to run, but I was actually kind of tired. So I was doing like you run and then you walk a little bit and run a walk. And literally, this has not happened to me since I, I don't know when. A tick literally, I was going on a trail, literally jumped on my leg. Now, number one, thank God I saw it. Number two, I always check myself afterwards. When they talk about this is going to be a bad tick season, they, they, I, 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 I couldn't believe the thing literally leaped. It must have gone like two feet in the air under my leg. A little tick. It's amazing I even saw it. Maybe they ticked it off. Now, these things are in your yard. You want to garden. You want to be outside. Winfield Termite Pest Control, they'll protect you from ticks. And now listen. You have to worry about mosquitoes. I know. It is like, what's next? Locusts? But mosquitoes, they can transfer viruses to begin with, let alone during a pandemic. We have no idea what could happen with that. Listen, all I'm saying is protect your home, your family business. Don't take any chances. Let me be very clear. You don't want any ants, termites, any insects or pests. Not right now. You Keep in mind, this came from... Um, Right, they believe this virus came from a bat, and then it can spread. We have no idea what's one thing I know is you can call Winfield Termite and Pest Control today. 401-821-7800. 821-7800. Someone type that into the comment section on Facebook Live. 821-7800. Maybe producer Rob. Winfield and online winfieldpest.com. Well, folks, it's John DePietro. Now coming up, I'm also going to thank you, Terry. Terry Gorman saying, great commentary on your page. I'm sending it to all my people. Unbelievable. But you know what else is, is amazing? Right, Telemundo is a local state. They, they are. They're not running it. Four radio stations. None of them are running the briefing. As, <coughs> excuse me. And then the governor said, I wish I could say who I'm conversing with, but I won't, uh, who's a very good friend of mine, who I respect. Um, uh, they, they, they were saying, I guess we'll have to set aside some money for the Latino community to pay them to get the word out. <laughs> Channel 10 and 12, when they run the briefing for free, they're, they're preempting what they're getting paid for. And yesterday was a good example of, I don't even know what it was. One time I think there was like a dog show or something or some cars racing around. But that, there's nothing wrong with that. It's paid block sports programming. And, and they're not getting paid for that. And so the Latino people are saying, oh, no, we're not running the governor. You, you have to pay us if you want us to run it. Since when? Huh? I mean, talk about a racket. And then they say, you know, gee, we can't figure out why it's spreading in the Latino community. Oh, I don't know. Maybe because the word hasn't gotten out. What is this? I like the governor. You know, it's keeping me up. We just can't do enough for these people. (laughs) Free food. We're paying the media stations to run the blanking message. And then there was a story in the Boston Globe. Boy, the Latino leaders are very concerned. 50% of the outbreaks are in the Latino community. Folks, by the way, and I want to highlight this, and I'm going to make a big deal about this. The rest of the media, we need to focus this story onto hospitalizations and um, deaths. Uh, Enough of this, like... How many people are testing positive? Because many of the people testing positive are asymptomatic. There was a story that there were they tested a group of prisoners. I put it out on Twitter. I'll have to look for it. But anyhow, they tested like 3000 prisoners, 99 percent of them. A bunch of them had it and they had no symptoms in any way. 
So I, I think it's disingenuous to keep reporting. You know, people were treating it like you get it, you die. Cuomo was saying, if we don't get those ventilators, people will die. People are not dying. Okay, and that's where I'll give criticism to President Trump. He shouldn't have been calling it the plague. It's not the plague because there are many people that have it and they're showing no symptoms in any way. You could be immune to it. You could just be asymptomatic to it. You have it. You don't have a fever. You don't have a cough. Uh, You seemingly are fine. Um, So we, we have to stop that business of just reporting the huge number of who tested positive. That's hospitalization. Now, hold on. I get it. I get that if you have it, you could spread it. But those that have impaired immune systems or the elderly or compromised immune systems, you have to be extra careful. But we have to start to reopen this blanking economy. I mean, this, and I'm so envious. You look at the states, right? Georgia, the rest of them, they're, they're fine. I, I don't think Governor Mundo should wait till May 8th. I'm going to try to ask her that today. Why? I know there was a date put out, but. It's like, I'm telling you, they make up the rules as they go along. All right, coming up, I did ask her about the state workers, and she did answer it. And she gave a very long answer, and I'm going to translate that for you. That, it's all ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. Hi, I'm Steve, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in stall lines waiting to get in to buy more bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it when all this started. They're enjoying all the safe, clean water they want all year long. They're drinking it, cooking with it, bathing in it, doing everything in it except searching for it, rationing it, and now waiting in lines. As this crisis further restricts your freedoms and choices and store shelves empty, I hope you now realize how important it is to take control over your own water quality like thousands of my customers already have because when this crisis is over your bad water quality won't be and neither will your bottled water dependency so ask yourself do you think you're finally worth making a one-time investment for a lifetime of clean safe water yes if so call my company call water filter company at 294-2400 water filter company a Rhode Island family business since 1986 water filter company 294-2400 because is it really worth going through all this no it is not no, it is not in any way. Call Steve, folks. The guy's terrific. 294-2700. Hey, listen, I want also want to remind you, right now it's 1131. Folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. Here I am. It's Juan. Uh, weekdays, we start at 11. We go till 2. Coming up at noon, you're going to love this. Justin Katz, our regular segment, Politics This Week, Managing Editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. And then at 1 o'clock... Uh, we will carry Governor Mundo's press briefing, even though Telemundo doesn't run it and the Spanish stations don't run it. But I want to remind you, I would like to help you save money. Now, how would you like, here's just a fair question. It's a Monday question. How would you like an extra $200 a month? How does that sound? How about 300 extra a month? Am I getting your attention? Does that sound like something you might be interested in? How about calling A.E. Mazika Insurance Services? Scott and Alex, call them today, 401-353-9300. 353-9300. A.E. letters, Mazika Insurance. Now, they're located right what I consider to be the center of the universe of Rhode Island, which is 1529 Mineral Spring Avenue, North Providence. Look for them on Facebook. They have a great website, aemazika.com. So what can they do? How about this? Ready? Your home, stay-at-home order continues till Friday, May 8th. Why not pick up the phone, dial 353-9300, and over the phone, you can do a free consultation. Let Scott and Alex 
Scott Zambrano and Alex, let them help you save money on your life insurance, on your car insurance that's sitting in the garage, business insurance, or, uh, maybe you're a renter, Mazika Insurance. They're licensed in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. Call Scott. Let him help you save money. That's what they do. 401-353-9300, 353-9300-AE, Mazika Insurance Services. Folks, good morning right now at 1133. It's John DePietro weekdays. Good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. Let me see a thumbs up if you're enjoying the program. Find my page, John DePietro Show, and you can be part of um, people certainly enjoy. I, do, I use every available platform. We use the radio, AM 1380, 99.9. We use, you can listen online at the website. If you have Alexa, just say Alexa, search WNRI. And then also, if you have a TuneIn radio app, that's free, or a simple radio app, it's free. Download them, and then you can listen to the program. Now, I asked this question on Saturday. Now, think of this, folks. For many years, let's face it, you have to know someone. This is the ultimate I know a guy. You have to know someone to be connected to get a state job. You have to, by and large, know someone to be connected to get a city job. But the state workers, think of everything that has happened since March. Record number of unemployment. Rhode Island unemployment has never been higher. Okay, Businesses forced to close. Many of you, you were forced by the government, by the governor to close your business. Essentially putting you out of business in some way. Not one state worker has been laid off. Not one state worker has taken a pay cut. Not one state worker has been furloughed. Do you know the Providence Journal that guy uh, who's the editor, Alan, whatever his name is, I forget, who's a nice guy, by the way, I respect him. But he's like furloughed this week. They're doing furloughs. Then you're home for a week, what have you. Not one. When do they also endure the same type of pain? I thought we're all in this together, right? I thought we're all in this together. They're completely immune. If you're a state worker, they haven't made, how about the teachers that aren't going to school anymore? Now, that's going to come to an end, obviously, in July when the year. But the General Assembly is not in session. Not one. You have all these part-time workers with the General Assembly. They, Rhode Island, do you know how many lawyers are on the state payroll? Because, quote, they're part-time lawyers for the state and the General Assembly. They, they've been out since March. Not one has been laid off. Not one person has taken a pay cut. But we're all in this together. That's ridiculous. This is a protected class of people. Let them feel the pain. The governor says, well, I don't want to put other people out of work. As I've told you, if the state workers were out of work, right, if the politically connected were out of work, there'd be changes with the call center. There'd be changes with the website. The system would work more efficiently. That's what it takes sometimes. But they don't care because they don't have to go through it. It's kind of like when we lose power as a state, you have a windstorm. The people that have power... You really don't care about the people that don't have power because you have power. And that's the way it works here. They're not making any less money. Their life hasn't changed at all. The state workers barely work 8 to 4 or 8.30 to 4.30. Barely. Now they're working from home? What are you kidding me? So I asked about it. I think it was a fair question. And I'll give her credit. Governor Mundo took her time. And listen, I think her, her answer is very interesting, as a matter of fact. And I want to play it for you. Governor, the next question is for you, for John DePietro. Thank you. He notes a record number of people have filed unemployment. However, not one state worker has been laid off, furloughed, or taken a pay cut. Not one. He asks, how is this 
fair to the majority of taxpayers. What about part-time lawyers for the General Assembly, yep. which is not even in session? Yeah. So thank you, John, and I hear you. Very welcome. Uh, listen, through this, I have asked every employer who is in a position to not lay off their employees to do that. And most big companies uh, have not had layoffs. And so I'm trying to follow the same advice. As long as we are in a position to avoid layoffs, I want to try to do that. We may get to a point where layoffs and furloughs are inevitable. Good. In fact, that's, you know, obviously probable in light of what our deficit is going to look like. Good. But the last thing I want to do is to contribute to the state's unemployment problem Uh. and to lay people off. What we are doing is redeploying as many people as possible to serve the crisis. This I don't have a problem. I don't. For example, with contact tracing, contact tracing is very um, labor intensive. So we're taking folks who used to do something else and we're putting them onto contact tracing. In a way, that actually saves the state money because I don't have to go out and hire an outside firm. That's true. Um, and we can use our state. I don't employees. have a problem with so that. So we're doing our best to uh, do the right thing and keep as many people employed as long as possible. And we're trying to deploy people to fight the crisis. Um, I will say that my ability and Director Smiley's ability to delay furloughs it depends totally on the flexibility of uh, the labor leaders, That's the important. public labor leaders, and um, the state workforce. That's big. And as long as they are willing to be flexible, I'm going to do everything I can to avoid layoffs. As it relates to the General Assembly, you'd have to ask them. That's something that they um, operate on their own. You know, that is a very thoughtful answer. There was Governor Raimondo on Saturday to my question. And folks, again, at 1139, good morning, it's John DePietro. Now, I don't know, apparently Speaker Mattiello was doing a weekly coffee with a crook with the babbling cackle. I doubt, uh, since she's a mess and all over the place, I doubt she's going to ask him about that since it's like a, a, a trade for access. But notice what Governor Raimondo said was the flexibility of labor leaders. See, this is going to come to a head in this budget. Now, folks, they're putting all their eggs in one basket. And all the eggs are in one basket. And all the eggs are whether or not the fact that whether or not the feds are going to bail out the state. I And I disagree with some people. Some people are saying, oh, I." someone told me yesterday, it's just a guess. But I think that they're going to um, I think they're going to bail out the state. I'm, I'm just I'm not convinced of that. And for several reasons, uh, aside from Senator Reid, he's one person. This is one of the problems when you have what, what does David Cicilline do? Right. He is beyond partisan. He's really just become an attack dog pit bull for the Democrat Party. Langevin is the definition of useless. And Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, it's more in the Senate. This was a situation in hindsight. Maybe Governor Raimondo shouldn't have boycotted the inauguration. Maybe Brett Smiley, who stands up there with no chair, maybe he should not have called the president a blank hole. I, just some thoughts. Um, but they are ba- they're banking everything. This is like all the state's chips. They, they are at roulette. And all the chips are on red. And that's it. If the feds, if that thing spins around, 
and the Fed says we're not giving Rhode Island $1 billion to bail you out financially, you're going to have massive problems. And what I don't see, someone said, listen, it's only going to be $430 million. Well, that's wrong. On Saturday, when I was on the conference call, Kathy Gregg, uh, she revealed that it's actually over $700 million, $730 million in the hole between now and July 1st. And to his credit, Director Smiley said, who stands with no chair, said, um, I think it's higher than that, meaning it's closer to $800 million. So now I don't know how much they're now pushing this up to try to get money from the feds, from the, the federal government. Mitch McConnell and the Senate, <clears throat> I just don't see how they're going to allow that to go. Maybe through Senator Reid, it is possible. But to what end? Senator Reid already scored a billion for the state. How much more? Well, we, we negotiated some bad contracts and we need to bail out. The, I, I, I'm just not convinced of that. Um, and I'll tell you, for several reasons, that money that Rhode Island would get, uh, and if the Trump people have anything to say about it, I'm not saying they do, but if they have any influence, you want it to go to Florida, you want it to go to Michigan, you want it to go to Pennsylvania, you want it to go to Wisconsin, you want it to go to North Carolina, Virginia, you need to keep the states that you need to keep for 2020. There's a lot of politics involved with this whole thing. I, I don't I don't see it. But my point is, and I want to be very clear. Now, listen, I know we have state workers listening, and there's different classifications of state workers. I'm not talking about the people Department of Health and Human Services. Those people are really working. I'm not even talking about the people at the registry of motor vehicles, the DMV. I'm not talking about them. We know there's plenty of people within the system that abuse the system. Really, it's focused around the General Assembly, that budget of basically 50 million, 46 million, 50 million that Montanaro, who's a crook, and Mattiello, the speaker, who is he still the speaker? I thought he was going to resign because he was about to be indicted. That's who, who I'm talking about. I want to be very clear about that. They have all these people that they are part time. They get about 25000 a year, some of them more, but they get free health care. They, they're not doing anything right now. You have people that work at General Assembly, you're not doing anything. You have people that work full-time for Capital TV. What do they have? Uh, it, it looks like a two-camera shot, right? A two-camera shot, maybe three, and I only see two. How many people do you need to run that? Channel 12 had one guy there. So you have all these countless people, folks, that are buried in jobs. Now, I, I know someone may say... If you, like, took a pencil, I could, in two seconds, eliminate, like, 25 million of waste that goes on up there. I'm not saying that that – hey, listen, 25 million is 25 million at this point, right? I mean, let's – beggars can't be choosers. Every nickel counts in this during this pandemic. But what I'm saying is let, let's share the pain a little bit. The, 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 the prison, prison guards making 200,000 in overtime – the cities and towns, they, the, the firefighters, they still continue to, you know, absolutely um, just completely abuse and rifle through the system with overtime. Uh, never mind the teachers with sick days during the pandemic that is still going on. There's a lot of people that are taking advantage of the system. It, the, the chickens have got to come home to roost. Now, folks, on this Monday, good morning. It's John DePietro. I also I am going to touch on the protest uh, and there's a good piece by the president of Brown, Brown University, and I'm glad the president of Brown University, Christina Paxson, is, has a piece in the New York Times. And Brown seemingly is going to lead the way saying 
college campuses must return in the fall. Or Channel 12 has the story, or they're going to go out of business. College campuses must return in the fall. Colleges, some could permanently close if they don't reopen this fall. Dire consequences, so they have to remain closed. She outlined her concerns. Huge problem, higher education. I think they should. And if there are children, if there are young adults, excuse me, that feel it wouldn't be safe for them to be in a dorm in a college campus because of their condition, the medical system, then they should perhaps learn from home, which is fine. But you don't have everybody, hear me out, you don't have everyone learning online. Like I've told you, if you have 100 students, 100, let's just stick with that number for a moment. You have 100 students and one or two might have a health problem that could cause them problems. So if they became uh, exposed to the coronavirus, it could have dire consequences. Then those two students, they need to learn online. The other 98 should be going to the school. If there is a professor who has a problem, then then maybe they should lecture from home. You need testing at the universities. By the way, this is another example. People need to know. You need to know your health situation. You need to know if you have some kind of underlying breathing problem or whatever it may be. Those people need to be identified. And I'm sorry, you're going to have to be online wherever that may be. But this is bordering on insanity that we're going to shut down everything for one or two percent. Now, the nursing homes is very sad uh, and that, that that should never have happened. But nursing homes and germs and things flying through there have been a problem for a long time. I'll go a step farther. I don't like nursing homes um, for most people. If they can be avoided, I think they should be avoided. Some of them uh, far and few between. I saw the list where there have been infections. And then you have other ones where there are no infections. And I'm not going to name all the names, but some of them, I'm not surprised at all. They've had no problems. Some of them, they're way too low with their workers. They're not run efficiently. Many of those people are bedridden. I feel terrible with what's going on. Hey, folks, I want to remind you, you want to talk about staying healthy. Remember our friend with the Kyberry, Angelo Aiello, the antioxidant of life, 401-497-0740. This is, see this beautiful bottle, looks like a wine bottle. I'm holding up to everybody on Facebook Live. This is called Akai Berry, A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I, Akai Berry. Now, other people pronounce this a different way, but the easiest phonetic way for people to find the blanking bottle is to spell it Akai Berry or online, akaiberry.com, the website, akaiberry.com. What this is? disease-fighting antioxidant. I'll tell you, I take a shot of this every morning. And I mean like in a shot glass that I have. A shot every morning, boom. It it purifies your body. It gives your body the disease-fighting antioxidants. Now, just regular common cold, flu, whatever it may be, never mind the benefits of having this should you become exposed to coronavirus. Now, listen, the president was saying to inject Lysol. Well, he didn't actually say it, but he certainly gave people the idea. That I don't encourage, but I do encourage this. Okay, I do encourage this. Um, As they made fun on Saturday Night Live, you know, the president, you shouldn't have to say that you don't tell people if you take a Tide Pod that they could get better and clean out the system. I know he didn't say it, but he really walked into it on that one, by the way. But this I highly recommend. Now, the question is, where can you get it? Go online. You can read more about it. AC 
A-I-B-E-R-R-I.com, Akai Berry. And I like to highlight the different places that you can get it, such as Dave's Marketplace in East Greenwich. They sell Akai Berry. Also, Vendor Ravioli on the Hill that's doing takeout, they sell it. And you can go see Marie. It's my health in Cumberland, right there on Menden Road. They sell Akai Berry, this incredible antioxidant. You notice a difference with your body. And also the uh, corporate offices, 50 King Street and Johnston, Akai Berry. Now, in regards to folks, good morning. It's 1149. It's John DePietro. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go till 2. Coming up next hour, you don't want to miss this. Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. Our segment is politics this week. And then coming up at 1 o'clock is Governor Gina Raimondo. Now, uh those that are watching on Facebook Live, it will be on the radio, but I like to break up when we do. I don't want to be overexposed like the president. The president has been overexposed. I've caught so much flack from some of you. Why are you saying the president's overexposed? Because he is overexposed. Why are you saying he talks too long at those press briefings? Because he does talk too long at those White House press briefings. Why are you saying President Trump shouldn't talk about medical science? Because he shouldn't talk about medical science. Leave that to Fauci and Burks. So the White House now, they're saying they have a new communication strategy. And you know what the new communication strategy is? Shorter briefings and let Fauci do the talking. Fauci and Dr. Burks, no reason. Let's avoid. Forget about Laura Ingram trying to sell uh, hydrochlorine or whatever the hell that stuff is that people are dying from. This is not stop this foolishness. What are you, Alex Jones or the president? Enough of this. So there's a new White House strategy. He's not going to be at the press briefings. I've been saying that. Some of you, I, I'm telling you, if you were Jonestown, you'd be like, you know, Jim Jones, is that, so you want me to drink the Kool-Aid or I'm on my way? I mean, enough of this. Or if you, some of you were at Waco, it'd be like, you're right, David, meaning Koresh, you're right. I think we can take them. I'm not afraid. Let's, let's battle it out with the sheriffs or the ATF. Folks, the president, this should be a blowout against Biden. This should absolutely be a blowout election. And the president is losing to Biden, who's basically managing the pandemic from the basement in his house. He's not Biden's not winning. It's just because the president, this was a a wrong strategy. Two hour, 20 minute blanking White House briefings, him talking about science, insanity. But I'm glad it's coming to an end. What does that mean? It means they're listening to me and they're not listening to you who've been telling him that you think it's great. You, Many of you have been saying, President Trump, I think what you're doing is great. I've been saying, no, I don't think it's great. I don't think you should talk about science. Leave that to Fauci, who I love. Leave it to Dr. Burks and let Pence and the Surgeon General run these Corona Task Force Briefings. Many of you have said, no, Mr. President, I, I love it when you attack the media. I love with on the spot you start coming up with these different types of uh, ideas of how people could cure the illness. I love the idea you said we should all inject Lysol, Mr. President. Well, the president's not listening to you any longer. He's listening to me. Hear that, John the Roofer? So they're changing the communication strategy at the White House. And it's not a moment too soon. The president has been tanking. In the polls, Biden can't do a five minute interview and we're going to the president. If he doesn't switch course, we're going to lose to him. No one. I'm not voting for Biden. The president has my vote. I would vote today if I could. 
I look forward. I've been to the White House three times since President Trump has been in office. And each visit gets better than the next. I look forward to seeing him again, either this summer or in the fall, at the White House. No one wants it to continue four more years more than I do. But it's not going to continue if your polls are dropping, seniors don't like you fighting with the media, two hours every night, and then you start spouting out these ridiculous claims being pushed on you by people like Laura Ingram and some of the other right-wing media. It's insanity. So I'm glad that the president is stepping back. He's not listening to many of you. He's not listening to these people trying to push unproven drugs. He's going to step back and work on, as I have been saying, which is focus on rebuilding the economy. That's where the president is very strong. That's where he's gifted. He knows the economy. He knows how to deal with business people. I want to see the president soar with his strengths. I hope he's rested from the weekend, although I don't like all these tweets, but we'll just kind of take them where they come. But anyhow, folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, I can't say enough positive things about Bethel Softwash. Jared is amazing what he can do for you and your home, and he did it for me. Now, Bethel Certified Softwash, B-E-T-H-E-L. Bethel Certified Softwash. You can text Jared at 401-617-2585. 401-617-2585. He has a good Facebook page. I've shared it. Now, B-E-T-H-E-L, Bethel Certified Softwash. What do they do? They'll take out the algae, the mildew around your home. Algae, mildew, you don't want any viruses. And it's going to look so much better. Bethel Certified Softwash. Look at this before and after that I'm holding up for everyone that's looking on Facebook Live. Look at that. I mean, what a dramatic difference. The the, uh, stains of green are off and everything else. There's no reason for it. Look what he did to this walkway. Isn't he magical? Bethel Certified Softwash. Call them today. Now, you can text him. What I like is you can text him. And if you take a picture of it, let's just say this was your fence up top. If you took a picture of that... He'll give you an estimate. I recommend you go to the Facebook page because I think as much as I do give out his number to text him, I think, practically speaking, it's just easier to go to the Facebook page and get the details. But algae, mildew, get rid of it. Bethel certified softwash. Highly trained, gently unwashes all the algae, mildew, staining, dust, other debris. It's all environmentally safe, by the way. I, I can't stress enough. Folks, with this climate, and right now it's 11.55 on this Monday, you don't want any type of algae, anything that can hold or attract a virus. You don't want it. Bethel certified softwash, and Jared is just terrific. Now, as far as the protesters on Saturday, all right, so there were some people that went. I had someone ask me if I was going to go. Normally, I would. However, I, it didn't seem organized. It was very unorganized, which I don't like. Uh, it's, it's a little difficult with this is a tough health, health, <clears throat> health thing to be protesting. I know some people around the country have. Um, I think that the unions who are with Governor Amundo, they're the ones that set up people to look like Healthcare workers standing there in their garb. I didn't see anyone in the media challenge them on it. No one. 
So I did see on Facebook the woman that was coordinating it this knock it off, reopen the Rhode Island economy. Um, I did see her saying, you know, the networks are asking me to talk and I'm not saying a word. Now, to me, that just it, it just reeks of amateur hour, okay? When the local TV stations are reaching out, they're giving you free publicity for the protest. I saw some religious people, like, we got to reopen the churches. It, it just, the message seemed all over the place. I, I did receive some email from some of you saying, you know, Juan, I was disappointed you didn't go. Listen, normally... I'm very supportive of those things. And many business people, I I just, you know, someone told me I went to this store and they have all these rules and everything else. There's no way to enforce a lot of this stuff. If you have a business, you want to set up a safe environment, but stop acting like Governor Mundo's standing there in the parking lot. They don't have resources for that type of thing. Listen, if you have a business, open up, open up. And make as much money as you can for as long as you can. This is survival time. You know, as I try to tell many of you, stop worrying about some of this stuff. You know what I can't believe is that these stupid, I don't want to say stupid, strike that. Some of the stupid, well, I was going to say stupid questions. At some of the governor's press briefings, the amount of questions about the, the, what's going at the Wyatt Detention Center and the ACI is mind-blowing to me. I, I don't even think of those people. <laughs> Now, the Wyatt prisoners, what are they supposed to do if one of the guards has... What? Who cares? I don't know. Stay in the cell and pray. What, who, what, what, there's such a concern. And these people, the guy from Motif Magazine and Alquist are always... Now, as far as the prisoners at the Wyatt, how, how many people are we talking about? So a bunch of criminals is what they're concerned about? It's, it's absolutely foolishness that's going on with it. Now, folks, remember also... And you hear me talk about them. They're terrific. Sole source restoration for your home, for your business, a school, any building. If you own a building, you want sole source restoration. Coronavirus cleaning disinfection service. 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. It's S-O-L-E. Sole source restoration. Look for their website and on Facebook. It's John DePietro. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news. Justin Katz is coming up. Managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. Those on Facebook, go to the website, DePietro.com, or listen, AM 1380, AM 1380. Governor Raimondo coming up at 1 o'clock. A lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. You can tune into the website. You can listen on the radio. I'm going to be back tonight with the uh, Facebook Live stuff. Uh, But it's all radio from now. And then Governor Mundo coming up at 1. A lot more ahead. So we're going to break for the 12 o'clock news on the other side. You don't want to miss this. Politics this week. Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. A lot more ahead right here. It's the John DePietro Show weekdays, 11 to 2.